entitled, Prepared People, Prepared to Serve with Love. Amen. Prepared people, prepared to serve with love. And by that, I'm talking about my deacons. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to begin and go to Acts chapter 6, beginning in verse 1. So you have the foundation because we do things by the word of God. Acts 6 and 1 says this. And in those days when the number of disciples was multiplied, there arose a murmuring of the Grecians against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. Then the twelve that's the disciples, called the multitude of the disciples unto them and said, it's not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Now, when you read that, don't think that they were saying that they were better than them. Sometimes people read that and say, well, you know, we, we, they serve tables. No, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, that, that's not what they were saying. The disciples were saying that they have to stay in focus with what they got to pray and they got to spend time in the word that's their focus that's their zone and that's what they were assigned to do but because they were asking others to serve didn't make them better so some folk get it get it, get get mad like you know they better than me they think no 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 god has a flow he has a plan so wherefore brother looked ye out among seven men of honest report. Hello, folks, that also include ladies. Seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, not full of pride, not full of ego, but full of the Holy Ghost, huh? And wisdom. They can't be dumb folk. Whom you may appoint over this business. I got news for you. Uh, serving is business. It's spiritual business. And you can't be doing it cockeyed. You got to do it God's way. Hallelujah. But we will give ourselves continually, the disciples, to prayer and the ministry of the word. Folks, I know you think that every time I get up here to preach is easy. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no, 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 no. Prayer, oh, you, oh that, no, no, prayer, prayer, and the ministry of the word, that's work. And, and, and I mean, you know, you can't be all, no, 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 prayer is a labor. I'm praying when you don't know I'm praying. I'm, I'm praying when you don't know I'm praying. Come on now. I'm in the word when you don't know I'm in the word. Come on. I have to digest that. But the good news is I can't do everything. I cannot do everything. I love y'all, but I can't do it all. I can't do it all. I can't do it all. But when I started out, I thought I could. You missed it. You know, when you think, oh, the Lord done called me to do this, and now I can do this. And then you find out, hey, you need some help. But we will give ourselves continuity to prayer and the ministry of the word. Folks, 
here we have the birthing of the ministry of the office of the deacons. And let's be very clear, the disciples were not expressing that they were better than the people that would serve in the ministry and office of deacons. Please stop feeling like because a person has an office, they're better than you. That's not the case. That's the devil's lie, and that makes you miss the blessing. That way, sometimes you can't even receive because you think, well, not, not, wait a minute, you got to receive from everybody. You can learn from a jackass. You can learn from anybody. Life is a learning process. Instead, they were expressing the importance of making sure that they stay in right position, prayer and the word, so they as disciples could fulfill their faith assignment in prayer and ministry of the word. Now go to 1 Timothy 3 and 8. 1 Timothy 3 and 8. Where you'll find these words. Likewise must the deacons be grave, not double-tongued, not given to much wine, not given to filthy lucre. Y'all know what Luca is? You know what Luca, Luca is? Do you know what Luther is? Luca is? Not Luther. <laughs> it's money. All right? Come on. Come on, roll with me. All right? Holding the mystery of faith in a pure conscience. And let these also first be proved. Proved. You don't put people in positions without proving them. I know that's your cousin. You, you don't put people in position without proving them. Then let them use the office of deacon being, being found blameless. Even so must their wives be grave, not slanderous, sober, faithful in all things. Let the deacons be the husbands of 50 wives. Y'all ain't helping me now. One wife, come on now. One wife ruling their children and their own houses well. For they that have used the office of a deacon will purchase to themselves a good degree and a great boldness in the faith which is in Christ Jesus. Got it? Folks, here in 1 Timothy 3, we tap into even more understanding of the role of deacons in the ministry to help establish the kingdom of God here in the earth realm. And today, hallelujah, my faith assignment is to help review the deacon's role in Eagle Summit ministry that restores and rebuilds the spirit, the soul, and the bodies of people by sharing uncommon revelations that cause people to face realities in their own lives and help them make the necessary changes that produces the kingdom victories that Almighty God has planned for them to experience in your lifetime. In other words, uh, uh, whew, there's a lot that has to happen in order for people to grow and mature and, and develop. And uh, I, I, I realize that, Lord, I need some help. Please. So when we began the ministry, 
One of the wisdoms God gave me was don't give anyone a title. So when we birthed Eagle Summit initially, nobody had a title. Because we needed to know, Lord, who are you raising up to be the deacons and the deaconess that are going to come alongside to help us? And the church said, amen. amen. Now as the pastor and the CEO of Eagle Summit, I have five basic roles to fulfill. As a pastor and as a CEO, number one, I have to uh, provide direction. That means that I need to spend some time with the Lord saying, now Lord, what is your plan for Eagle Summit? What is it that you want accomplished? Got it? So I, I become the visionary. Amen. Hallelujah. And then the second thing that I have to do is I have to allow ideas and plans and recommendations to come forward. Amen. Uh, can't just be my idea. I need ideas, plans, and recommendations to come forth. Now, when that happens, then uh, you realize that, you know what? There's some wonderful ideas, but can we afford them? There's some wonderful plans, but can we do them? There's some wonderful recommendations, but is it time for them recommendations to happen? Oh, no. And then what, what do people do? They compare themselves with other churches. Well, they doing this. Wait a minute, but what has God assigned Eagle Summit to do? Restore and rebuild people's lives. How? With uncommon revelations. And then help them to make the changes. Now, say, neighbor, don't roll your eyes. But it takes people a long time to make changes. Changes don't happen automatically. Especially if they're used to doing stuff their own way. Leaning to their own understanding and not in all of their ways acknowledging God. Got it? Come on now. And then... My next step is I have to uh, commission the work, meaning that, you know, uh, I have got to know whether or not we got enough money to do this and do that and do this and how we're going to do that. Commission the work, commission the work. In other words, say, okay, that idea works, that recommendation works, that plan works. Hallelujah. It works, it works, it works. But then I've got to be able to provide for success. What do you mean, Pastor? There are going to be some noble failures. Meaning, there are going to be some things we attempt to do and it don't work. And when it doesn't work, doesn't mean that the people that did it messed it up. Some things are bends and learning ups and downs, and, but, you know, but as the pastor, you know, I can't beat people up because they had a failure. Because it didn't work. But then I had to learn that. Because I'm thinking, you know, I done put my name out there and I done told them da-da-da-da-da and it, and it didn't work. It was, we, we get to the end of the year and it, it ain't working, it ain't working, it ain't working. And so I have to um, coach my team and, you know, um, noble failure. All right, what did you learn? What would you do differently? How would you do it better? Okay. And love them while they go through. But then the challenge becomes... Because you give them grace, will they share grace with others? Hurting people huh, will hurt you. And sometimes you know people are in that season when they're full of hurt. And when they're full of hurt, even though you give them grace, they go out and punish somebody else. Huh? That's, that's growing in development. 
and then you have to have a teachable moment. Say, no, 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 no. Now, you, you, know, you, you were not supposed to do it. That, now, did, did, did not we grace you? How come you couldn't grace them? Where sin abound, grace much more abound. And when you get grace, it doesn't mean it's cheap. It's costly. Hallelujah. And before honor comes humiliation. You've got to pass the humiliation test and still be able to say, you know what, yeah, I messed up, but by, by the grace of God, I'm going to take another step. That's how we grow our disciples. That's how we grow our team. And then, you know, the last step I have to do is called evaluations. Obtain evaluations, meaning, you know, at the end of the year, or mid, midway, you know, I have to evaluate how the teams have been doing, how my deacons have been doing, how have they been doing. And sometimes, you know, uh, uh, the obtaining evaluations, they, they don't tell you the whole story. You, you know, they say, we, da, da, da. and you find out that there was a little bit more that they didn't tell you. That doesn't mean that they're liars. That means that they were scared. They don't want you, you know, they, they, they want you to be proud of them. And that's all that. That's growing, folks. Growing in the grace and knowledge of who God is. And so those are my assignments. But then for my team, I realized that, you know, uh, I have to give my team some assignment too. And to be on our team, they have three basic assignments initially. And that is number one, they have to be able to, what do you do? Uh, what, 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 what? Now, how, how can I help pastor? Number one, they got to protect my anointing. Meaning they have to do whatever it takes so that I can stay in my prayer zone, in my word zone, in my fellowship zone, amen, and not be blindsided. And then uh, after they do that, they got to be able to help me fulfill the vision, the vision of Eagle Summit, doing whatever it takes to help us fulfill the vision of Eagle Summit. And then the third thing that they have to do is help me keep my finger on the pulse. You know, the pulse is like, you know, right here, you just, you know, all right, it lets me know I'm still alive. If it, if it ain't beating right, <laughs> I'm not alive. Well, if the church ain't beating right, it ain't alive. It ain't alive. And sometimes some stuff ain't alive and I don't know because I, I, I don't have my finger on that pulse. Amen. And so that is what their assignment is to do to help me on, keep my finger on the pulse. And so it's like, oh God, thank you, Lord, for helping me understand what's going on that I didn't understand. And the church said. Now, in addition to these, the deacons of Eagle Summit have a deacon's covenant to sign and agree to. Hallelujah. There are two primary responsibilities of deacons at Eagle Summit. The first is to assist the pastor in whatever capacity asked for, and the second is to serve and to help care for the members and attendees God entrusts to Eagle Summit. In order to do that well, we establish a deacon's covenant with 24 basic faith assignment steps. They each must agree to do, huh, as one of our deacons on our team. And by covenant, get this, we mean heart-to-heart, spirit-to-spirit partnership to represent the Lord Jesus Christ as a faithful servant 
helping to establish his will and kingdom here in the earth realm. And for that reason, again, we did not rush to develop deacons. When the ministry first began, because we wanted to make sure the people selected would be people that have grown and developed in their own relationship with the Lord and with us and with us as pastors. Do you know that in some situations deacons don't like pastors? There's some situations where the deacons run the church. They say, Pastor, you, we, they tell the pastor what to preach. They tell the preacher, Pastor, what to do. Not here. Not here. Been there, done that. Been through that. Not here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Y'all ain't helping me. Hallelujah. Are you learning? Are you learning? Are you learning? They have proven time and time again to be great covenant keepers. Come on, put your hands together for them. The deacons have proven time and time again to be great covenant keepers. And we are excited to release them again to each of them to help fulfill their faith assignment in the ministry. So as I share some of the 24 faith steps they each have agreed to do to comfort you in knowing that these are members that have a heart of God, hallelujah, and a heart of the pastor too. Do you know what? I am so happy and I am so excited about my deacons. They's family to me. They, they, they's family. They's family. You mess with me, you mess with them. You mess with them, you mess with me. And you mess with God. You don't want to do that. You 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 don't want to do that. What I'm communicating to you, Eagle Summit, is the deacons that are assigned to you, they're anointed. They're anointed. They've been through tests and trials and tests and trials and tests and trials. And they st this is our 25th year. I said, this is our 25th year. I said, this is our 26th year. 25th year! Hallelujah. And they have my spirit and they have my heart. And, and that's a gift. Every pastor can't say that. Hallelujah. When I'm, when I'm out of town, I know everything's well. Huh? When I can't think about something, I know they're thinking. When I can't pray about something, I know they're praying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So uh, I, I want to uh, share with you some of the 24. Uh, I, I, I want to prove it. I'm not going to say There's a lot. This is covenant. And we took them step by step, and they had to agree to at least these 24. I said, at least these 24. You all ain't helping me. I said, at least these 24. Hallelujah. So, you know, I want to be a deacon. Okay, here we go. Number one, deacons tithe and give offerings and sow seed into the ministry of Eagle Summit Christian Fellowship Church. Now, I got to go here because this is so precious. Do you think that when we first mentioned to a deacon tithe that they said, hallelujah? Y'all ain't helping me now. They said, praise the Lord. How much money do you need? They had to grow. 
and learn that when the tides come forth, it wasn't for the pastor to buy a new church. It wasn't for the pastor to buy a new house. It wasn't for the pastor to buy a new car. It was not. It was obeying God. It was putting God first. And they had to, you know, learn that when the money came in, it wasn't going into my pocket. And because I had a new suit on, didn't mean I got the suit from the, from the tithes and offerings. Oh, you mean, look, pastor got a new car. Pastor got it. Wait a minute, wait, hold up, hold up. No, it don't work like that. Not here. I said it don't work here. Not here, not here. Not here. It, it hasn't worked in the beginning. It ain't working. Never. So they had to grow in their love with the Lord to always give to him first. And we've been in some tough situations, all of us. And we had to learn to put, put God first with tithes and offerings. Amen. Because do you know that a church is a business? Amen. There are bills that have to be paid every month, every week. Something got to be paid. Something got to be done. Taxes, real hey, there's money that has to be paid. That's how, but then you got to sow outreaches and do this and all that. Feed the hungry, clothe the naked. Cause money. Say, say money, honey. Money. So deacons had to mature in their relationship with God to be able to put God first. And if they can't put money first to God, then where's their heart? So we had to walk them through. There were times we know they were scared, scared. They had bills due. They had stuff that had to be done. And we had to say, all right, now, come on. Listen, I, I know you're not the only one. You're not the only one. I, I didn't always like tithing either. I didn't always like to give to the Lord either because I had bills for nothing to do. But I had to learn that God, I'm going to put you first. And when God brought the breakthrough, then we would celebrate it together. Amen. So by the grace of God, these 25 years, I thank the Lord for my faithful tithers or my deacons and my deaconess that have given. I know they have sacrificed to make sure that this eagle, this summer flows. Amen. Tithes. And so Malachi 3 and 10. What do you mean, Pastor? It's based on the word. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house, and prove me now, and prove me now, and prove me now herewith, with what the tithe, saith the Lord of hosts. If I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. And he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground, neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. So the Malachi 3.10 had to become part of the deacon's learning. And the good news is, in Eagle Summit, it is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Then, let me go to Joshua 1.16. Joshua 1.16. It 
In Joshua 1.16, we're going to learn deacons will demonstrate loyalty to pastor in what I say, in what I do. They will aid and assist me in all things spiritual. That was part of the covenant. That was another covenant that they made, that they would demonstrate loyalty to what I say and what I do. You know, you know, pastor said one thing, but he's doing something else. Wait, hold up. Loyalty to what I say and what I do. Watch what happens. Joshua 1.16. And they answered Joshua saying, all that thou commandest us we will do. And whithersoever thou sendest us we will go. According as we hearken unto Moses in all things, so will we hearken unto thee. Only the Lord thy God be with thee as he was with Moses. In other words, understand, my deacons are to follow me as I follow Christ. I said they are to follow me as I follow Christ. When I stop following Christ, hold up. Hallelujah. My goodness, my goodness. Watch what happens. So the deacons have practiced loyalty to what I say and what I do. Now, let's be honest. When you come from hurt in your background, um, the tendency is to compare what somebody says and what somebody does. And some of my deacons have been hurt. And so they had to grow past that hurt to be able to experience that there's really somebody going to tell you the truth. And sometimes the truth that you hear ain't what you want to hear. Sometimes uh, the adjustment is correction. And correction is not rejection. It's blessing. And they had to grow in understanding that when I'm correcting them, I was not rejecting them, I was loving them. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So that was another covenant that they made with us to be loyal. And I'm so glad that I've got some loyal folk. Amen, 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 amen. My God, my God. And then let's go to Timothy 2 and 5. Timothy 2 and 5. Holy Ghost. Timothy 2 and 15, rather, I'm sorry. And when I hear, this is where the deacons cultivate their personal Christian experience by setting aside a definite time for prayer and Bible reading each day. Prayer and Bible reading once a week. Prayer and Bible reading once a year. Every day. Why? So that that, that word becomes who they are and what they believe in. 2 Timothy 2.15 Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. But shun, but shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase you unto more ungodliness. And so this is so important because no matter who you are, how much money you got, how much education you have, there are times of tests and trials. 
And when the tests and trials come, how you roll is going to make all the difference. Amen. And when a deacon is assigned to you and they're in tests and trials, you know, that can be interesting moments because they may not have the faith that, that, that's needed. They may not want to hear whatever and whatever. So they had to learn to die to self, die to self, and be able to get there and, and minister to you when you're hurting. And many times what you're going through, they've already been through. Amen. I said many times what you've gone through, they've already been through. And because they've been through, then they have a wisdom that you need. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And on the deacons team, one of the things we had to teach was the ABCs. ABCs, attraction, belief, and connection. And the attraction piece is find something that, you know, when you connect with a person that you can connect with. Oh, I like your hair. I like your teeth. I like your smile. You know, something to connect with. And then uh, encourage them. I believe in you. No matter, I know this is rough, but I know you're going to be able to make it. God's going to make a way out of no way. And then by doing that, you connect with the person. Sometimes just, just holding them, just, just a hug, just a prayer, makes all the difference. Hallelujah. So if your deacon tries to hold your hand and, and hug you, he, they're not being fresh. They're just trying to, you know, impart something to you. And because there's an anointing on them. There's a blessing on them that can be transferred to you. Hallelujah. Jesus went about doing what? He went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Sometimes you know the devil messing with you and you don't even know he messing with you. Hallelujah. You ever look at yourself in the mirror and you ain't smiling? Look at your neighbor. Where's the smile at? Huh? Those are moments when you need relief. You need, you need to understand that there's something else going on in the atmosphere. And many times, you, you got to understand, there's things that you're feeling ain't about you, it's about somebody else. And my deacons had to learn that. I don't know, I got, mm -hmm. and then somebody, then they get a phone call, and then they understand, okay, that's why I was feeling. That wasn't my feeling, it was their feeling. Say, God, I thank you. So again, that verse, study to show yourself approved unto God, not unto pastor, unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, but shun profane and vain babbling, for they will increase unto more ungodliness. Shun. You know what babbling is? Sometimes you just talk too much. You ever been around somebody just talk all the time? You know what I'm saying? Babbling. Shun it. All right? Now, 1 Thessalonians 5, 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 8. And this one is so important. Deacons equip themselves with readiness at all times to share the gospel and to lead the unsaved to Christ. Oh, my goodness. Sometimes when, when, when a deacon connects with a member of the church, the, the member ain't as saved as they supposed to be. I said the member ain't as saved as they supposed to be. They, 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 and then deacon connects, deacon and deaconess connect with them and find out that there's some issues of their life that they, they're having trouble with. 
you know, I, I know I go to Eagle something, but I drink a little bit on the side. Uh, you know, every once in a while when I get mad, I cuss. You know, I'm, I've, been, I've been trying, I didn't, I didn't get the prayer language, I got the cuss language. Real, real folks, real folks. And the deacon and deaconess has to be able to have compassion and have the wisdom to know what to say and what not to say, what to do and what not to do. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians 5, 8 says this, but let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God hath not appointed us unto wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Oh, my God. In other words, salvation is, is key, you know. And many times when, when a deacon connects with a, a new member and an attendee, they're not as saved as they, that they need to be. And the, the deacon has to have the wisdom to know how to compassion, can compassionately coach them and teach them so that they grow and mature. Yeah. Hallelujah. You can be saved for years and still be missing it. Hallelujah. You can be saved for years and still have a, a gap in your relationship with the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, one of the things that deacons had to learn was something about um, emotional maturity. You know what emotional maturity means? You can't be breaking up every time something jump off. You got to be able to have some maturity so that when you connect with an immature person, you don't go there with them. You let them cry it out, go on out. Now, now you, you, you got all your tears out? Okay, now what's the wisdom? What are we going to do now? We're going to pray? We're going to believe God? Then we had to teach them that you meet people in a time and season. Sometimes it's their receiving season. Sometimes it's their rejecting season. And in the rejecting season, you got to have endurance. Yeah. Meaning you may have to be with them a long time. I told them. I told them, I, I gave them the word. And see, he, here's what I had to learn. Just because I could quote the scripture don't mean the people receiving the scripture. Now, I got to go here. Uh, who was here last Sunday? What did I minister on last Sunday? Huh? Huh? Oh, see? Get up. What about Wednesday? Wednesday? Get up. I got news for you. Everybody didn't know about get up. They heard get up, but they didn't get all of the get up. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing Inertia. What's inertia? Resistance to what? Change and what else? And motion. And if you are inertia, what happens to your get up? You don't get up. See? And what am I doing? Faith is coming by hearing and hearing. Some stuff you got to hear over and over and over again. Oh, now I understand what it means. And sometimes you get better revelation when you hear it again. 
And deacons had to learn that sometimes when you're coaching people, you got to over and over again. I passed them, I went to them, and I prayed with them, and I gave them the word, and they're still doing the same dumb thing. Pastor, I'm pastor, pastor. I said, well, welcome to my world. <laughs> welcome to my world. I'm feeding people, and they, they, they go over here and get this grass, and they go over here and get this good. Did you hear what I said? Then later on, they said, yeah, pastor. All of, I don't know what it was, but it seemed like I, I got it now. And, 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 and it don't bother me no more. Deacons had to learn to do that. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Say, God, I thank you for the growing up of Eagle Summit Deacons. All right? Um, first Sundays, we have something we call communion. And did you know that deacons are assigned to get here early in the morning, the day before, and put the, all the communion together? They put the table out and put the, the bread and, and the wine and put it on the table and make it look pretty and all that. So when you show up, it looks wonderful. But guess what? They've been here putting it all together so that you, praying over it so that when, when I'm ministering that you receive it and you receive it well. Hallelujah. Deacons do that. Deaconess, hallelujah. And then um, there's something called the church picnic. And on the church picnic, there's something called baptism. And we take you to the ocean. <laughs> Eagle Summit rolls in the ocean, in the lake. Amen. And the deacons and the deaconess coach the people that are going to be baptized. Um, they, they make sure the ladies ain't buck naked. They're not in their happy suit. Make sure the men are dressed appropriately. Amen. And then when I'm stepping into the water, notice I'm not in the water by myself. One of my deacons is on my side. And the deacon has a towel and another towel. Because one towel I'm going to need. Because you get the right size, water goes everywhere. Are you learning? Deacons had to learn that and not make fun of the person. Okay? Have compassion toward the person. And what happens is they get to hear me minister to the people that are coming to be baptized. Because I'm, I'm coaching them, I'm praying with them, I'm encouraging them. So that if they move to the season, when they do it, they know how to do that. Amen. That, that takes a load off. I mean, because I could be going out to that ocean all by myself. Amen. And here's the other thing. When you, when you see me bring somebody down under the water, do you see them helping me? Yes. Because sometimes I need some help bringing them down because if, if, if it's just me, they're going to stay down. They're going to try. So it takes two. So they help me pull them up. Amen. Then wipe their face. Come on. Amen. And we serving. That's ministry, folks. That's ministry, folks. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Say, God, I thank you for the deacons. What else, what else, what else, what else, what else, what else, what else? Okay. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Deacons improve themselves and their leadership skills by participating in growth training opportunities, 
retreats, seminars, conferences as provided by Pastor and Eagle Summit. Now, every, every year I have an evaluation of my, of my deacons, of my leaders, and there is a, uh, what they call, uh, uh, they have to bring to me a, a sheet of paper on which they share with me their vision and their dream for that year. Meaning it's, uh, I want my deacons to do what? Keep growing and keep learning. And um, then by me knowing what it is, then I get to pray for them about their dreams and their hopes all year, believing God to do great things. Amen, amen, amen. Like this sister over here, she, 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 she didn't know I was gonna call on them, but she's one of my faithful deacons, but now she's in school. Uh, she, you know, she does fabulous hair. She's, she's developing hair. Am I right? And she's getting skilled in doing hair. So I've been praying for her to be able to excel in the hair realm, and she is. You see this wonderful lady over here? She done got her, um, you, got, what, what, you got a degree in something, what you do? Oh, in counseling. In counseling. Stand up, stand up, stand up, turn around. She, she got, a, got a counseling degree. Amen. And that was true whether you knew it or not. Hallelujah. And she likes it now in the counseling. Oh, Jesus. She's, she got skill in counseling. Oh, got a license to counsel. Amen. And see, that's, that's how we all grow and all grow and develop. And the deacons on the team are doing that more and more and more and more and more and more and more. And this lady up here, she's a, well, stand on up, stand up here. This, this is a world traveler. Auditor. Quality assurance. Hallelujah. Don't get jealous. Say praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Eagles. But what I'm sharing with you folks is that the growth and development has taken time. And when we connect you with the deacons and deaconess, there's, there's great wisdom in them. There's great impartation in them. And they're not coming to be a problem. They're coming to, to assist you. They're not coming to make you feel bad or feel worse. They're coming to say, all right, now, all right, what, what's, what's God doing in your life so that you can become the best that you are supposed to be? Restored to bring restoration more and more and more and more and more. Deacons continuously listen to CDs and MP3s and read books and let, uh, literature and watch DVDs, which will help be helpful in them carrying out their duties and their assignments. Meaning, you know, they can't just be watching TV all the time. You gotta, you gotta have an iPad and know how to work an iPad. You gotta have a phone and know how to operate an iPhone. Come on. That's part of the growth and development. And when that happens, God is able to do exceeding, abundant, above all we can ask and think. My goodness, my goodness. As leaders and examples to the people, deacons work to be a blessing to the members of the church. Blessing. Now, here's the thing. Not soliciting money, favors, or blessings from members for themselves. Let me say that again. Deacons are not supposed to hustle you for your money. You know, I, I, I know I'm a deacon, but I need some money. Can you have me some money? 
Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Uh, favors? Can you, can, you, can, you, can, you, can you help a brother out? Can you help a sister out? Favors? Or blessing from members for themselves? Now, I had, listen, I, this, is, this is real. I know everyone has times and seasons when you need help. But you are not supposed to be hustled. All right? Now, I, I want to be honest. Some people left Eagle Summit because they wouldn't let, I wouldn't let them hustle my folk. In a hush. They had organizations, businesses, and they wanted me to solicit my members to do da-da-da-da, and I said, no. I ain't doing it that way. If you got a business, grow your business. Grow it, grow it, grow it, grow it, but don't hustle my folk. Been there, done that. Well, you know, I, 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 just, I just feel led to leave. I know you do, because I'm not going to let you hustle my people. Ooh. Well, pastor, how am I going to grow my business? By faith. By faith. By faith. The same God that made a way out of no way can make a, no way, a way out of no way for you. You don't have to hustle people. God will give you people. You, get all, you know how to pray. You know how to believe God. God will do it exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask and think. Now, here's another thing. Once I realize that my members will not, my, my deacons or deaconess will not do that, if they have a card, I will say, go and pass it out because I can trust them. They're not out for your money. They're not out to hustle you. They're giving you a choice to tap into what they're doing. That's different from somebody saying, you, you know, you got, a, you, you, you got a hidden agenda. You really trying to hustle the folk. The more people I can, no, it ain't about that, no. God does exceeding, abundant, above all you ask and think. And, 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 and folks, that's why you don't see me run with certain pastors. I'm, I'm not, you know, praise the Lord. They, they, the way they roll, wonderful. But don't, don't compare me with them. I do, I do what the Lord told me to do, stay in my lane. Restore and rebuild people's lives. Yes, I'm going to celebrate the businesses. I'm going to help the businesses, but I ain't going to let you hustle us. No, 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 no. Grow that thing by faith. And then it'll become a sign, a wonder, and a miracle. Hallelujah. When I ain't, no, 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 no. God said by faith, faith is the substance of things hopeful, the evidence of things not seen. Every day, every day, every day, I got to walk by faith. Say, all right, God, how you going to do this? Oh, uh, did it snow this morning? The sun is out now. Look at God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Come on, folks. And then deacons commit to help bring restoration to others through service, financial seed sowing, and the use of their personal resources for church that might help the church and the vision of the pastor. You don't know how many seeds our deacons have sown that are not published to get the work done. There are times we've had to hit some hard times and our deacons have stepped up and made it happen. And to God be the glory and there's a harvest coming their way. Hallelujah. Come on, folks. 
One puts to flight 1,000, but two puts to flight 10,000, 2,000. My God, my God. And see, the thing that I'm trying to impart to you is that when God raises up a people, he also raises up the blessing. And the blessing that's on them is to come on you. Come on. Eagle Summit has to be a legacy. It can't be just one. No, 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 no. You're supposed to grow. You're supposed to mature. You're supposed to learn from somebody what to do even better. I want to go here. We all have families. Wonderful. But when one family won't, another family will. My church is a family. Oh, yes, 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 we are. Hallelujah. We pray for one another. We believe for one another. God does the impossible every time. Hallelujah. 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 God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Mm-hmm. What else, God? Deacons arrive to service on time and are to be in place on the front row in their official capacity no later than 9.45 on Sunday and 7.25 on Wednesday nights. Deacons address all their personal needs prior to 9.45 on Sundays. Meaning, folks, you don't know, you, you're not the only one to be going through stuff. They be going through stuff too. They got to handle their business before they get here. And then when they get here so they can help you. And so, you know, don't take advantage of them. You know, don't hustle them. They, they, they need to have compassion too. And when they drop the ball, don't, they're not doing it on purpose. There are some other things that they're dealing with. Amen. Amen. And when you know that, then it's like, okay, all right, I have understanding. Say, God, I thank you for the wisdom. Oh, now here's another one. Deacons and deaconess dress appropriate, required attire at all services and special events, especially described in the leadership handbook and update handouts. We make sure that our deacons and deaconess don't come in here looking crazy. You know, I, I don't, you know, praise the Lord. I know this is a season where men wear their pants down, you know, show their good stuff. Not here. If you see a man uh, that's a deacon come in here with his pants down, let me know. Because I got some raw hide. <laughs> Come on, laughter's medicine, folks. <laughs> Bottom line, there is appropriate dress. And, you know, we're getting to the, you know, a new normal. There are going to be some more times and seasons when we don't have to have ties and all and all. That's fine. But at least be appropriate. Amen? Amen. Nobody wants to be, no, mm-mm, mm-mm. Lead me not into temptation. Hallelujah. I said, you know what I'm saying? Lead me not into temptation. Huh? But deliver me from evil. Hallelujah. Say, God, I thank you. I'm understanding. All right. Let me give you two more and then I'm going to release you. Deacons position their young children directly behind, behind them during service so that it's easy and close to access them 12 years and older and under and will visually monitor their teen children during the service. Meaning, when, when deacons have children, they have to monitor them as well. Amen? Their children are being trained up in the way that they should go. 
here's one of the ones that's been trained up in the way that he should go. Stand up on that boy. Stand up. Sitting right, on, right behind his dad. <laughs> Come on now. Hallelujah. That's right. And because of that, now he's graduated. Now he's going, come on now. He's, 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 he's become, you know, he's a yeah, mighty man after his dad. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. You may be seated. Tell the Lord like it. That's real, folks. That's real, folks. And, and that preciousness about it is to see all of our families growing and maturing and learning from each other. And uh, one of my dreams is that... Um, as we start a new beginning, I'm believing for there to be uh, an annual, um, what do you call it, when people come back from, they've been gone a long way, huh? reunion, a reunion of my, of my undergrads, of my teenagers, and all them come back, and they give their testimony about all the things that God is doing in their lives. Amen. That, that needs to be celebrated. That, that's another young one over there. Hallelujah. I see you. Come on now. Huh? That's, that's, that's important. That encourages us to know that God is doing something in all of our lives. And if he did it for them, he'll do it for us as well. Amen, amen, amen. And, and they're doing some awesome things. My goodness, my, what's, what's, what's your son doing? Militant. I'm looking at you. Yes, sir. Stand up. National Guard. A freshman in college. Oh, my goodness. What, what do you do, boy? Stand up. <laughs> National Guard, work for BBT. That's God. That's God. Raised up in this house by the deacons and deaconess. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. It's, it's real, folks. It's real. And, and God is doing more and more in all of our lives. Let me give you one more, and then we'll go on and have prayer. All right, here we go, Holy Ghost. What else? Okay, thank you, Lord. Okay, thank you. Deacons do not create or participate in strife and understand that their pastor regards it as totally unacceptable for Eagle Summit leaders and, and is grounds for immediate release from deacon service. In other words... If, if my deacons are going around causing trouble and strife, that's, they, they have disqualified themselves to be on the team called deacon and deaconess. Amen. Why? Because God does not tolerate strife. Strife brings confusion, and confusion makes it seem that God ain't able to do what he promised to do. Amen, amen. Now, 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 here's another key. I had to learn this. Sometimes when people have a mental illness, when they have mental illness and they don't know that they have mental illness, they can cause strife. That's why you, we have to have discernment to be able to recognize what it is. Sometimes they're doing it because they're mentally ill, mentally tormented. And then we have to pray them through and send them to counsel, like counsel over here, and get them help. Amen. And when that happens, then it's like, okay, where sin abounds, grace much more abounds. So that when they turn, they have a safe harbor. They can come and still be blessed and be encouraged. 
Amen. There's nothing more greater when God brings somebody through the, 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 the heavy stuff and, and they come through and they're in their right mind and they say, you know what, if it hadn't been for Eagle Summit, I don't know what I would do. In fact, we just had a testimony recently. Somebody said, you know, I was, da, 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 I, I was addicted for so many years, but now I'm changed. And now because of that, now I'm blessed. Now I got promotion because I, 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 I no longer do that anymore. In a house of restoration, it takes that to go through to get to victory. Amen. You can't shame everybody. You can't cut everybody. You got to have compassion the way God does. That's why you need the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the one that gives you that compassion. He'll grow you. He'll grow you. He'll grow you. Wow, wow, wow. All right. Here we go. Now let's pray together for this fresh new beginning of our deacons soaring in their purpose as they serve with love and caring for each other and each of our members. Take your neighbor by the hand. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Say, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for releasing a fresh anointing upon the deacons of Eagle Summit. We thank you that they have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Holy Spirit, we acknowledge you in all of our lives and request that you lead, guide, and direct our deacons to work together with you so faith, love, wisdom, and compassion helps them and their deacon's covenant to flow with joy and peace. Holy Spirit, help our deacons to help grow and develop others in our church family to want to learn to serve the Lord with gladness too in their homes, on their jobs, in their community, and around the world. Holy Spirit, increase the increase of your presence in each of their lives so that Eagle Summit can continue to impact this region and territory and beyond. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for renewing our hearts and minds to the faith assignment we have here at Eagle Summit. God bless our deacons. God bless our members. God bless Eagle Summit. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah.